On today's show, Panasonic is developing batteries that don't use any cobalt. And due to slumping sales, Nissan is slashing production in North America. And General Motors explains why it kept its operations in South Korea. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the automotive industry. While Nissan is struggling in the American market this year, the company's sales plunged nearly 30% in April, and through the first four months of the year, sales are down 6.5%. Because of this, its inventory is piling up. According to Ward's Auto, the company had 88 days of supply at the end of April. 65 is considered healthy. So it's not surprising to learn that Nissan is cutting production this summer to reduce its inventory. Bloomberg reports that the company will slash production by 20% at five of its plants in the U.S. and Mexico. This is part of a strategy to boost profitability in North America. Last year, the company grew its market share, but by boosting incentives and fleet sales. And that ended up cutting into its profit margin. At the beginning of April, Michael Sprague, the chief operating officer of Kia Motors America, abruptly left the company. And now Kia has finally announced his replacement. Michael Cole, who's currently the COO of Kia Motors Europe, has been tapped to replace Sprague. He will be in charge of sales, marketing, and product planning functions in the U.S. And speaking of management changes, Lexus has announced that its group vice president and general manager Jeff Bracken will be replaced by David Christ. It doesn't seem to have to do with performance. Lexus's sales are up two and a quarter percent so far this year. Bracken, who's been a guest on our shows in the past, will take over the role of executive advisor to Lexus until August 1st, at which time he will retire after 40 years within the Toyota group. Still to come, Panasonic is developing batteries that don't use cobalt. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy efficient world. You may remember from our coverage of the National Automobile Dealers Association trade show, a company by the name of Reviver. It's trying to get people to buy into the idea of digital license plates. Well, we just learned that California is finally rolling out a pilot program for the plates. Those plates are also approved for Texas, Florida, and Arizona, so I've got to imagine those states will keep an eye on the California test. But at the time of the NADA show, a whole lot of you commented that the price would keep you from buying a digital plate. Go back to watch the video to find out just how much may shock you. As we've reported recently, prices for cobalt, which is used in lithium-ion batteries, has quadrupled in just the last two years, and Chinese companies dominate the supply chain. That has left top battery makers scrambling to reduce the amount of cobalt they use in their batteries. And now Panasonic has announced it wants to make batteries with no cobalt. It says development is already underway and hopes to achieve its goal in the near future. We thought the cost of making batteries may not come down as fast as some have predicted, but there's still reason to be hopeful. Coming up next, General Motors explains its decision to remain in South Korea.
Due to plummeting sales and high labor costs, General Motors considered pulling out of the South Korean market. But a little more than a month ago, GM was able to make a deal with its workers in the South Korean government to keep its operations going. And on AutoLine this week, we're joined by Dan Ammon, the president of GM, and he talked about the company's decision to stay in South Korea. Our preference anywhere and our preference in Korea, and we said it from the beginning, was we'd like to be present with a successful, growing, profitable business. That's, our, that's much better than not being there. Um, and if you look at what we did in Korea, if you look at the uh, restructuring that we also did in South America, um, you know, our, our first preference is to get to profitability and get to a sustainable growing business. If we, if we don't think there's a path to that, then we'll look at other alternatives. So, so in, in South America, we lowered the break-even point in the business there by 40%. So we took a massive amount of cost and, and out of the business and increased efficiency significantly. And so we're in a position there where in the sort of bottom of the cycle and this biggest, you know, uh, recession in a long time down there, we're basically breaking even, making a little bit of money. And then as the business improves, you will make money through that cycle. So that's a an example of, of getting a business um, you know, restructured and in a way that it, it is sustainable through all aspects of the cycle. What we've just done in Korea is uh, in some ways similar. We, you know, the cost structure was out of whack with, you know, the, the scale and footprint of the business. We needed to, to, uh, to, to fix that. We sat down with all of our stakeholders and had a very, very candid and open discussion about what needed to happen. And, and everybody needed to bring something to the table if we were going to have a successful and sustainable business. And that was, from the beginning, our preferred outcome. If we couldn't have got there, we would have had to take other actions, and I think that became clear to the other stakeholders as well. So, so we were very transparent on what we were trying to do. Um, we were able to bring everybody together uh, for what I think is a very clear win-win-win for everyone involved, and uh, we expect to be profitable uh, next year there, and that's a huge change from where we were. And you can watch that entire discussion with Dan Ammon right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. And hey, don't forget to tune in to AutoLine After Hours this Thursday when we'll have Brian McKay, the head of powertrain technology for North America for the supplier Continental. If you have any powertrain questions, funnel them our way to viewer mail at autoline.tv. Then join us live at 3 p.m. Eastern time for some of the best inside talk in the automotive industry. That's it for today. Thanks for watching and please join us again tomorrow.